0: Hello, and welcome to the Association of Academic Physiatrists podcast featuring Brain Injury Medicine Fellowships. Today's podcast will include a Q&A with Dr. Brian Greenwald. Dr. Greenwald is the Medical Director of Center for Head Injuries and the Associate Medical Director of JFK Johnson Rehabilitation Institute. He is a Clinical Associate Professor in the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. He is board-certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation and brain injury medicine. He is the director for the ACGME-accredited Brain Injury Medicine Fellowship at JFK Johnson Rehabilitation Institute. I am Dr. Alice Hahn, a spinal cord injury fellow at Kessler Institute for Rehabilitation and a member of the Association of Academic Physiatrist Residents and Fellows Council. I will be hosting this podcast. Welcome to the program, Dr. Greenwell. Let's get started. Thank you for having me. Could you tell us about your training background and career experience?
1: Sure. I started my medical school training over at the State University of New York, Stony Brook, Uh, then did my internship at the University of California, San Francisco, and then did my residency in physical medicine rehabilitation over at New Jersey Medical School. After finishing my residency in physical medicine rehab, I did a fellowship over at Brain Injury Medicine over at Virginia Commonwealth University. After finishing up my fellowship training, I was the director of brain injury rehabilitation, uh, trauma rehabilitation, over at a university hospital in Newark, then spent almost 10 years over at Mount Sinai Medical Center as the director of brain injury rehabilitation there. And now I'm over at JFK Johnson Rehabilitation Institute.
0: So for individuals considering a brain injury medicine fellowship, why do a brain injury medicine fellowship?
1: Most good residencies give you the opportunity to have a broad exposure to a lot of different fields, and I think if you want to come out and be a generalist, you know, a lot of good residency programs offer you that opportunity. Uh, if you'd like to specialize in the area of brain injury medicine, I think having as much experience as possible both from the clinical side, um, the academic side, the research side, really is important and I think it will become increasingly important over the years. I think the challenge for brain injury medicine in particular is that when you've seen one patient with brain injury, you've seen one patient with brain injury experience and having seen a volume of patients across the spectrum of severity, everything from concussions to disorders of consciousness, is really important to be able to care for these patients.
0: What do you recommend to trainees deciding between a brain injury medicine fellowship and other rehabilitation subspecialization?
1: Well, you have to really, lo- you have to really love brain injury medicine uh, to do it. Yeah, you know, brain injury patients are not easy. You know, between the cognitive issues, the behavioral issues, the emotional issues that come along as baggage with brain injury, you have to be really ready for that. On the side of the more severe brain injury, the challenges that come along with patients with concussion, uh, you have to really be ready to be dedicated to that group. Uh, so, if you're deciding between what you'd want, it's what, what would your love be? What would your interests be? What would keep you going over time?
0: Could you discuss the current transition regarding the new accreditation of brain injury medicine and the application process and timeline?
1: As long as I've been in the field for this last 15-plus years, there's been an interest in there being a subspecialty of brain injury medicine. Well, about four or five years ago, the American Board of Medical Specialties agreed that there should be a subspecialty in brain injury medicine uh, and deemed that people who finished accredited programs in neurology, physical medicine rehab, or psychiatry uh, could go on to become now subspecialty trained in brain injury medicine. The first exam was given last year in October of 2014 and many people sat for that examination. Currently there's a grandfathering period meaning that you only have to take the exam and have a certain percentage of your patients that are brain injury patients. Uh, to become it now subspecialty, a subspecialty board certified in brain injury medicine. What'll happen in 2019 is that that grandfather period will end and you'll have to have done an ACGME accredited brain injury medicine fellowship to become board certified in brain injury medicine. Currently many programs are gearing up or have already put in their application to become an ACGME accredited fellowship. I know at JFK in the last weeks we found out that we're going to be one of those accredited fellowships. I think it hasn't changed so much with the application process. Still I think most programs are looking for applications over the summer. I guess, after people's PGY3 year or prior to their final year of residency and with interviews generally in the fall of their final year of residency. And each program has their own individual application process. I suspect as the fellowships mature that eventually there will be some sort of match process or things will be more standardized that way, like we see recently how pain management uh, went that way.
0: What do you recommend to trainees deciding between an ACGME accredited brain injury medicine fellowship versus a non-ACGME accredited fellowship?
1: That's a good question. I think that will be more important in the future when there'll be sort of a differentiation between those two at the moment since the accreditation process is so new, there are programs that just haven't gotten to it just yet. Over time, obviously, once the grandfathering period ends in 2019, you'll only be able to become board certified in brain injury medicine if you do an accredited fellowship. I think at the moment I would just look closely at what the accreditation or not uh, and why they may or may not be accredited. Certainly the accreditation process, having just gone through it, is very rigorous and makes sure that, that the person gets a very comprehensive education in brain injury medicine. And so for those who are applying, if you're looking at a program that's not currently accredited, I think it's reasonable to ask why and what their plan is to become accredited.
0: Does an ACGME-accredited brain injury medicine fellowship training provide different career opportunities versus non-ACGME-accredited programs?
1: Again, I think it's a little early to say that for sure since it's really such a new field that way. I think eventually that that will end up being the standard is that when you go for a job and that really involves caring for patients with brain injury, that they'll expect you to have that that board certification in brain injury medicine. And so I think they'll certainly open up more jobs if you have that fellowship training and if you become board certified in brain injury medicine.
0: What career opportunities are available to those who have an interest in caring for individuals with brain injury but choose not to complete a fellowship?
1: I think at the moment the, the career opportunities are not so different. Eventually, as it becomes more and more standard and more and more people become uh, fellowship trained and become board certified in brain injury medicine, that it'll be more difficult to find a job if you're not board certified in brain injury medicine, especially in more competitive job markets uh, like the Northeast, uh, uh, areas where there are a lot of physiatrists, a lot of people finishing up training programs. So I would encourage people, if they really want to care for this population, to spend the extra time to do the fellowship training and eventually to become board-certified in brain injury medicine.
0: Are there research fellowships or opportunities for those interested in brain injury medicine research?
1: There are a limited number of research fellowships. There's not been great demand for these fellowships, and so there's not been a lot that have opened up. I will say that the ACGME demands that there's a half-day a week uh, for fellows that is time just for them to do research. The ACGME has also made it clear that they expect that fellows will come out with research projects, that they will come out uh, with publications. Although the fellowship is not a research fellowship, any of the Brain Injury Medicine fellowships are not research fellowships, it's clear that the ACGME wants research to be done during that fellowship. Most of the programs that offer fellowships and many programs just in general have research opportunities in brain injury medicine, I think talking to the fellowship director about what opportunities are available is important. I know I'm always working with a medical student, a resident, and a fellow at any given time on one of the projects that I'm working on.
0: What job opportunities are available to graduating physiatrists specialized in brain injury medicine?
1: I think the interesting part is when I was looking at job opportunities in years past, they really focused more on inpatient work and focused on the more moderate to severe brain injury patients. I think now with there being so much interest in concussion, there's really much more opportunities to look at outpatient opportunities for, for caring for concussion patients, so the, the milder end of the spectrum. I'm amazed, actually, in my own practice, how many more patients I'm seeing with concussion and really the, the flood of interest of that around the country, certainly in part driven by the NFL, by the military, by so much information about concussion in our media. And so I think there'll be more and more job opportunities that really look at milder brain injury on an outpatient basis uh, versus just on an inpatient basis. I think certainly the other opportunity is most of the programs that do brain injury medicine also have a component of spasticity treatment. And so I think that's also another good opportunity is to learn and to become expert in spasticity care and another opportunity for jobs. Uh, you know, taking care of of people's spasticity needs from a variety of central nervous system injuries.
0: Dr. Greenwald, what do you see as the future of brain injury medicine rehabilitation training programs?
1: Well, I think the, the top people who are going to go into brain injury medicine are going to do their fellowships. Hopefully fellowships themselves will mature to become better and better and overall, this will be the source of really putting out the top people in the field uh, for the care of people with brain injury, and ultimately, uh, obviously, what I hope is that the people with, who sustain brain injury of all severities will get better care and, and hopefully better outcomes.
0: Thank you, Dr. Greenwald, for this insightful discussion on Brain Injury Medicine Fellowship. On behalf of the Association of Academic Psychiatrists, we would like to thank you for listening to this podcast. More information on podcasts and the American Journal of PM&R, including the Journal iPad app, can be found on the AAP website at org. This concludes today's program. Thank you.